The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. I'm Olivia Quay. You can subscribe to The Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode. 24 hours after the announcement, travellers are waiting for more information and details of the vaccinated travel lanes between Singapore's Changi Airport and Malaysia's Kuala Lumpur International Airport. For the thousands stuck in Singapore and Malaysia since borders were shut last year, this will mean many long-awaited reunions. The Singapore KL Air route was among the busiest in the world before the pandemic struck. Transport Minister S. Iswaran saying yesterday the initial six VTL flights between Malaysia and Singapore should be able to meet demand. Joining me with more is our Malaysia correspondent Ram Anand. He's connecting from Kuala Lumpur. Welcome back to the show, Ram. So what's the reaction you're getting from travellers and airlines? What are they saying? I think airlines are still waiting for more information about uh, the standing operating procedures. So AirAsia has issued a statement saying that they are looking forward to participating in the VTL scheme, but they're waiting for more details as, as things go on. As for travellers, I think uh, Malaysian workers, especially uh, those who are in Singapore, who have been sort of stranded in Singapore for the past year and a half, for them, they are still waiting for a VTL by land because a VTL by air for them is still not the most cost-efficient manner to cross borders and visit their families back. So at the moment, it's still being seen as a mode of travel that will benefit business travelers or, you know, people who want to come and visit families for their long term, not for the regular commuters or the hundreds of thousands of people, but Malaysians who are working in Singapore right now. Well, as you pointed out before, the VTL is only for air travel between Singapore and Malaysia for now. It doesn't mm -hmm. fully accommodate, right, the vast number yeah. of workers who used to travel to and from Malaysia every day via yeah. the land crossings. About half a million of these okay. people. So how far do you think mm -hmm. the VTL will go in reviving Malaysia's economy, Ram? Uh, the VTL are currently, if it's only by air, uh, from what I've gathered so far, the, even the tourism operators are not expecting it to have a major impact on Malaysia's economy uh, because, like mentioned before, on-air travel is expected to benefit a very a niche group of people who will take up this option. So it would not immediately spur Malaysia's economy. As an aside, I think uh, it's worth mentioning that Malaysia is expecting to announce the standard operating procedures for people who are traveling, uh, incoming, coming to Langkawi in the next few days for international travelers, including Singaporeans. But they did not re release the list of countries that are eligible before. So that kind of moves is what they're expecting to sort of help revive the economy. The VTL between Malaysia and Singapore, they're seeing it more like a prelude to land travel, which they expect to make a major impact maybe one or two months down the road. So building on that, what is Malaysia's plans for reopening internationally? We know that fully vaccinated Malaysians are allowed to travel overseas, but what about the incoming foreigners, Ram? You mentioned Langkawi, but you know, is there something in place for the, the wider parts of Malaysia? So Langkawi is being treated as a pilot project for those who are coming in. So in a way, it's Malaysia's own VTL, a very uh, bubble-based VTL. So they're starting it on 15th of November in a week's time. The, uh, the problem is we are still awaiting details about the standard operating procedures that have not been released. So once it's out, we will know which countries are being allowed in and what are the, you know, the, the test procedures and all of that for the people who are coming in. They did release some SOPs before, but they're waiting for a fuller list, including the list of 
countries that will be allowed to come. So assuming the Langkawi bubble is successful, uh, I would think the larger Malaysia reopening would probably for travellers from abroad will probably happen two months down the road uh, by December. We're expecting that uh, because previously for domestic travel, Malaysia used the same approach. They did a bubble travel to Langkawi, domestic travel, and declared it a success after a month of uh, doing it. And then they opened domestic tourism for the rest of the country. So I expect to see a similar timeline here. Well, we'll be checking in once more as this develops. In the meantime, thank you so much for the update, Ram. I've been speaking with Ram Anand, Malaysia correspondent for The Straits Times.